Hello everybody, welcome back to the Talking Walls podcast. We're here for another podcast going into the start of September. My name is Dave and as always, I've got my two co-hosts alongside me. Matt Cooper, how's it going? I'm all right, Matt, yeah. Very good, thank you. Good. And Mr. Tom Rouse, the old golden black. Tom, how's it going? Yeah, great, thanks. You what? say as always, but I wasn't here last time. Yeah, I was about to say, welcome back. <laughs> Too busy watching Aberyst with one TNS 10. 10-1? 10-1. They piss that, that league every year, don't they? It's a joke because they, they're, they're the only team that yeah. uh, they only they get money for um, Europa League football, Champions League football, and yeah. none of the rest of the teams do. So it's a joke. <laughs> um, biscuit collection today. We've got Oreos. What are these? Foxes again? Foxes chocolate crunch. And we're know? hitting the big leagues out. Lotus <laughs> Biscoff. Europa biscuits. <laughs> Europa biscuits. Um, <laughs> Lovely names. <laughs> Today we will. I didn't, I didn't make them. <laughs> they are the best. They're the proper car. They're the car dealership, or they actually do these at my Indian restaurant. After you, you, know, you own an Indian. Yeah, oh, at the one I own, obviously. As a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, today we're going to be talking about the last couple of games. I think the last podcast was around the just after the Burnley game, so we're going to be talking about Torino, uh, Everton. Uh, we'll look forward to the Chelsea games as well, and uh, we'll talk about the Europa League groups and stuff like that too. But um, let's, let's start off with the Torino game. Second leg, obviously Wolves coming after a 3-2 win. We're all there. 2-1 win. Tom, thoughts? Job done. I think uh, the way that the Nuno and his staff celebrated at the end, you could tell that it was a huge... Relief. Milestone for them, and yeah, oh, yeah. relief. And uh, the main objective, I think, for the first little section of the season was to do that. And we've seen that they've prioritised it. They've put strong teams out in games that we probably didn't expect them to. That we weren't going to ever throw away that two-goal lead. I don't think in ninety minutes, uh, mm. despite a little bit of a threat from them from Turin, uh, Torino at one point. It was a very well taken goal by uh, Bellotti. Mm-hmm. In fact, so it, good. it was the only goal I think. In my two and a bit years now sitting in that seat, that I thought, oh, fair play, that's a really good, good goal that we couldn't really do anything yeah. about. Um, I thought we played really well, went forward effectively. Traore is a revelation. <laughs> I'm now in love with him. I think he's tremendous, but um, yeah, job done. Well done. Yeah, Paul, it's a little bit shaky to start with. I think the occasion. Um, the lack of atmosphere at Molineux was mm. pretty rubbish, wasn't it? Considering it was, you know, there's all this stuff on Twitter about it being the biggest game in all our lifetimes or whatever. And it, I couldn't, it was like I a couldn't be able to go. I got a long day at work. <laughs> I was like, I think it's one of them Thursdays, like everyone's knackered out after work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, first 15 minutes, Torino had a lot of the ball, and then some lovely work from Adama. His cross, which probably wasn't meant for Raul anyway, but <laughs> Raul swivelled and finished and scored. And after that, I just thought we controlled the game really well. I know Torino did score, but never really thought we were in any danger at all. So, yeah, managed that game like a top European side should do. I, I think, um, obviously, they scored their goal. I think, was it Dendonga scored straight after, mm. straight yeah, after a, that? Instant um, reply. Yeah, it's twice now, isn't it? The, the Crusaders game, they scored them straight away. Right, Everton game as well, which we'll yeah. talk about. Sort yeah. of similar yeah. sort of yeah. thing happened. Um, but they did have two half chances, which came very, very close. And I, I, I wasn't worried as such, but I thought if they do get one in the last sort of five minutes here, you know, because if obviously they could have taken us to, to extra time at that point. Um, but I think you're right. We we did that very well. Very a good performance overall. And considering like they they were the team that we didn't want to draw. 
Mm. When you look at who we could have drawn against, yeah. I think I think we did really well. The first leg, were obviously, they were the best. They were probably yeah. the best team in the playoff. Yeah, exactly. That we could have got. They wouldn't have won a played us over, but we. The, the, the first game, I think, kind of just set us up for. You can't really lose this, man. No. Especially scoring three away goals and giving away two soft goals, really, yeah. as well. Both for Nagra at fault for them, which since he's since that game, he's, he's struggled a little bit, hasn't he? But yeah, um, but yeah I think they man over the two ties managed managed it really well, and it's it's encouraging going into the group stages because mm. there are going to be some tough games in that, isn't there, Dave? Yeah, we are. Well, it's a good uh, good little movement onto the the group stages. So there was uh, the old segue. Uh, yeah, segue. <laughs> that was it. Um, well, there were plenty of teams that we could have got in there. There were some good sides in the first seed: uh, Roma, Porto. Uh, Sporting were in there as well. Uh, Wolves are obviously in the third, were a third seed, and ended up getting Besiktas, Slovan Bratislava, and Braga, of course. Um, three Bs, yeah. Three Bs. Um, Tom, were there any? Or you, I mean, we'll start. Were you happy with that group? I think everyone. I've not seen anyone sort of react negatively. You wanted all the big boys. Yeah, well, in, t- in terms of uh, going through the competition and doing well, I think it's a fairly good mm-hmm. draw for that. But yeah, I did win all the big boys. And when when they uh <laughs> it's <laughs> it's <laughs> <a big> boy. <laughs> when uh when we were pulled out into that Roma and Gladbach uh pot, that, I yeah. thought yes, that's a good one. And there was still a chance of having a fairly big team that well yeah. A decent team as the fourth seed. I was looking forward to the, really looking forward to that. But we wanna go th- we wanna go well in the competition really, don't we? And I think we we'll, I think it'll be we top that group. I we have to top that definitely. group. I mean, there's still there's not know it's cliche, but there's no easy game in, in the Europa competition. But the only one that sticks out for me, where I don't think we could win it or be tough, is Besiktas away purely because mm. of how hostile it is. But I think the same could be said against Bratislava, perhaps particularly if there's unless it's in, in a close It's going to be hostile, no one <laughs> No, but the pictures that we've seen of that look, it does look mm. quite intimidating. But we've. We've had a bit of experience that with Turin and uh, and the Armenian one. They were, they were a little bit sort of like building up to it. I mean, Turin had two sets of fans that hated each other as well. Did you, did yeah. you remember that? Well, they put, opposing they put them in different tiers as well, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in, yeah. in Turin, there was a uh, section to our left and then another ultra section so to well, our right. Well, the same fan base hated Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, put yeah. them in the one European and was it last season, I think, and they battered the shit out of each other. That's why... Uh, is that like Dark, so Root, is that like Dark, Dark Roots versus Wolves Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in the, uh, the game at Molyneux, you had the mini upper team, you had about, like, 20 in the lower tier. Oh, is that what? They can't yeah. come together, yeah. Oh, because someone said that... Um, the guy that uh, I manage a team with, he works with that DIS graphics that are doing all the sort of graphics and stuff around. Yeah. And they said, right, we need a sign making away fans only here. But it was only meant to be for the upper tier, they said, because no one's going in the lower tier. So that must have been a sort of a last minute thing. Yeah. But were, that, that was a bit weird. There though. weren't many of them downstairs. Yeah. There was only about 50 to 70, yeah. but they still, they were trying to outsing each other. But <laughs> they, did, they did all right, though, to be fair. I mean, oh, did, yeah. it's all very orchestrated, though, isn't it? And not oh, well, organised. I met um, the day after the Turin game in, in Turin. There was a Wolves fan who lives in Italy who I bumped into. Uh, ben, I think his name was. I think was he Italian or like stuff? He was oh. English, but he yeah. did a project uh, and stayed in Italy. Right. Lived near uh, Brescia, mm-hmm. uh, so he he was talking about how you know how when we're learning chants and stuff, it takes ages and ages for it to. So I haven't got a new yeah, well, dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but there was about ten, fifteen people who stood on these 
you know, yeah, I know but you on these bars that were 30 feet in the air, facing the crowd, whipping them up, and like orchestrating it. And if they made a mistake, well, they, they wouldn't make a mistake because of how often they practice them and stuff. It was mad, but... It was a it was a really hostile environment when we when we entered that ground. I mean, I don't want to talk too yeah. much about my trip to Turin, but <laughs> <Did you get? laughs> um, but yeah, like whenever we started singing, there was whistling from all around the ground. It was, really? it was classic. It was, and then when they scored their goal to make it two one, these glass barriers between us and a couple of these fans came running down and looked grabbing yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's, that, that's been turned into a gif face. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a couple of yadars who <laughs> ran back over and started giving it back to them and stuff and then uh, and then taking pictures of them doing it to like yeah. send to the police and stuff like, well they're not going to care are these normal the behaviour the like it sounds it, when it's like caught in the like in the, at the Molyneux and you were saying like choo 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 you're like bloody hell yeah. they're loud but if if any if we did that lot like, three o'clock against bloody Newcastle United you and we're like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like what an embarrassment to English yeah. football but so it's just culturally it's a lot different yeah. but if we could get something going like that I'd be I'd be all for it I remember you saying that after the FA Cup semi-final with the Watford and their drum <laughs> it did just yeah, it just kept it kept something going through the whole game didn't it we don't really have that not necessarily a drum but yeah, uh, I don't know. But the Armenians did that synchronized clap thing. You remember? They no, were like clap, and they like have the yeah, yeah. that, and then like after five seconds they clap, and you get quicker and quicker. Mm. But that lasts about two minutes. That alone, you know what I mean? But mm. I, I, I always find it like uh, fascinating the differences in like you say the atmosphere, but like the celebrations as well. Oh, yeah. The way they're celebrating sound is completely different to like England. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's mad. like they shout goals, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's mad. But, but, but they. they like they announced the goal, so it'd be like, Andrea Bolotti. Yeah. yeah. Mate, it's, speaking it's, of, class. Speaking of Bolotti, though, he was Italy's striker this week and mm. scored, like, Mate, he's, he's, he's the, so the, the striker for Italy he's as well. He's so good. Yeah. He, he looks about two stone overweight as well. <laughs> he, I think, from what I understand, he, he was, a couple of years ago, the top he was man. T- yeah. He's, he, he's he, did he say or something like that? I think yeah. he had a bad injury. To still be at Turin... At this stage of his career, you've got to be thinking he's still only 26. Yeah. absolutely snap up in a heart. He's going to probably cost you 50, 60 million. Mm. I'm surprised. Oh my God, he, he just, he's just a constant threat, a yeah. nuisance. And you saw, you saw him peeling off onto Bennett and, and Coda, more, obviously more so than Boller. <laughs> yeah. um, and he just he just causes, causes problems all night. And mm. I was watching him warm up and he's dead eye dick. Like, he just, everything he hit at the back of the net, he was unbelievable. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you're listening, Andreas, Dave will put your fireplace in. I'll put, I'll put <laughs> you come on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> don't upset uh, Catrone. Then he's. Oh. I think he's going to be a good striker as well. Went on the uh, Juventus tour when I went to Turin. Matt Black Juventus mug and uh, model one Matt Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Spoke. I was talking to one of the guides because I yeah. the, the tour was in Italian, so I hung back with a bloke who was locking the doors at the back, <laughs> and he was uh, <laughs> he. I just ended up talking to him for a long time and the first thing that struck me was that this Juventus fan knew all these Wolves players like he was going oh Ruben Neves we want him at Juventus and stuff like that I was going my god two years ago would he have wanted George Saville and yeah. Lee Evans yeah. did he say anything about Sherwin Seidel for anyone like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I'm good he's gone to Scotland we I, wanted him <laughs> I asked him about uh, Catrone and how Italians thought of him generally and they thought that he was saying that Milan fans are absolutely distraught and that he is they're like next 
Next in life to be the, the, the number nine for Italian. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that he's only played one game so far, I think, and he's still in that bracket between the under twenty ones and and the full team. But he's very very highly thought from what I understand. That's his first touch, and we'll go on to Everton. Yeah. Oh my God! Look, everything he just brought down. I wish he had played more in the Torino tie. Because he only really played about 20 minutes. Oh, no, he didn't come on at all. Did he, he did, he did. For like 10 minutes, him and Neto came okay. on. Do you think that Nuno is not a Nuno signing? Uh, no, no. Um, you you, obviously, you were at the game, so you didn't see uh, Jose Mourinho's... Yeah, talk, yeah, talk about the Everton. He said about Catroni that he's definitely a Nuno player and that he runs, he works hard, he's willing to He said a weird thing though, Mourinho, I caught, I, I read like the transcript of it, he said something like, defenders will like to play against him because he's quite easily defendable sort of thing, but at the same time, he's, I can't remember how he worded it, he worded it as if, uh, the type of player he is, defenders like, because he's, he's not like someone that likes to get in behind him. He's run. not physical, he's yeah, not yeah. quick. But like, he yeah. says, he's such a good player that like, you know, he's going to make things happen. Yeah, he managed to get a lot... I know he didn't score. He managed to get a lot of five shots away in 60 minutes. Didn't he, so. he forced Pickford to the, to the good save? Didn't yeah, he, right after he was, the he was unlucky. There was a couple I mean, of blocks and stuff like I, that, I, which I, I, another day go in. He looks frustrated, though, because against... I think, I, think it was, just, I think it was Burnley when he, he, he didn't come on, did he? I don't know. I think that's just the Italian in him with a wave in his arm. Who yeah, told me? Was it when, um, yeah, he, when he's warming up? Yeah, he, he, looked, he, looked, he looked... No, it, someone else told me when he warms up, even if it's in the first half, but he's just staring at Nuno all the time, mm. warming up as if like, when you're gonna te- like, when are you gonna pull me over to corn? Well, I think, uh, yeah, he probably thinks this is a bit of a step down, yeah, uh, from Milan and being a, you know, other than not the Milan that they used to be, but they're still probably have that yeah, statue. Probably missed that the, every time he's done well, they've replaced him, mm. and that must be frustrating for him because now they've got Piacek, haven't they? The Polish fella, yeah, he's obviously scoring goals or something, <laughs> but he's come from Milan on the bench to sit on Wolves' bench but the way Jota's playing in the minute I can see I, him I just hope it's sort of like a Dendonka transition yeah, sort of thing was, like, not, not that I want Jimenez and Jota to drop out of the team but I think even with the Europa League not going to be the, one of the first names but I think he'll definitely be a name that's probably up very high on being selected in the Europa I mean, League if, squad if we don't win a game in the Premier League soon then something will have to oh, change yeah. tactically as well and perhaps that will bring in an extra attacking player to try and make more chances in the game. And I think people have mentioned, I remember we talked last time about uh, how Jota could be that number 10 behind Jimenez and Cotrone. And I said he wasn't good enough to play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I still stand by it, which is obviously one of our best players, but I just don't think he cut out for a number 10. But um, what are we going back to? We're talking about the Europa League. Yeah. Brick, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, I, I can't... Tangent. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't see us not topping that group. Mm. And I can't really see us losing the game. People draw a fair few, but yeah. I can't. I just can't see us lose, losing the match. I don't know what's usually the average points to get you out, to win a group, but I imagine probably the like three, 10 maybe three home wins. I think you're safe on you. Yeah, Twelve, I think, to get out. Yeah, or to, to win. To win. Well, I think yeah. Bratislava ain't gonna. I don't think they'll pick up three wins. No. Braga pick up a point. Braga might do a double over Bratislava, and yeah. then obviously nick a you know a home win against. Not saying, or well, maybe us or Besiktas. Yeah. So you know, I think it is between us three. But uh, you know, I don't want to write off Bratislava completely. I think obviously in terms of quality, we should be far superior. But you know, they they're used to winning. They've won their title countless amount of times. So they're gonna, especially at their place, they're gonna know how to make it difficult for yeah. us. Definitely, if they have. Well, it's yeah. <laughs> like I said this earlier. It was like 
Wolves have been handed a tough tie go to Besiktas who have got players such as Ex-Sunderland man Jermaine Lenz <laughs> oh wow yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think have be, still got some players yeah. but I don't think they're as strong as they no. used to be they should they should be looking at us thinking Cross with drawn Wolves mm. they're going to be oh, yeah drawn well yeah. in that group yeah I think as well uh, we're home first and we're home last I think that could They're be big key. advantages, yeah. We've got two home ties in the second three games, whereas the two away games come in the first oh, three. So pretty, I, mean, yes. I think if we do need to catch up, we've got that opportunity. To, I think, I could be wrong, but I think we've got the Bratislava game as the back-to-back game. Yeah. So we could put ourselves in a really strong position with two games to go. If we win those two and win one of the other two, Braga... Do you, do you think Nuno will rest players for the Europa League or rest players for the Premier League? I think now he'll rest some for in the Europa League. Do. Yeah, oh, I do, yeah. But just because of the situation currently, like, uh, is it Braga the first game in a couple of weeks? I think it's 19th. I yeah, think it's Braga. I think so, yeah. Um, if we haven't won, if we don't beat Chelsea, I'd be resting players for that game in the hope of winning the Palace game on the on the weekend. There's some favourable fi- fixtures after the Chelsea game. I think there's a couple of, uh, like, your Palace. Watford at home. Yeah. Who will have a new manager and definitely beat us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they've got Flores back That's in over there. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like they put out a Never go back to your ex. Communication with Pichardo, and yeah. then they put another one out, like five minutes later. Well, I saw a journal put that out saying they're looking to sack him and replace him with him. And I thought, surely, like, surely not. But yeah, they've gone for it. So um, that'll be an interesting one. But was there any, I know Tom, you've said one or two teams there. Was there any teams that, Matt, that you really wanted to, to have? I mean, I, I mean, in terms of Wolves getting out of the group, I think that yeah. that's an ideal group. Um, but for you, Port, I think you said a couple of teams. Um, oh, I wanted the easiest possible group just so Wolves would get out. Because I've always, I've always said that if we finish top half and get to the last 32 slash quarters, mm. then it would be a very successful season. So I wouldn't have minded maybe um, like a, a Rangers or a Celtic in the group. So I think, you know, it's only... It's not too much cost. It's not too bad. Yeah, either. and you know, I think it it would be a really good away there. Yeah. Um. But no, I'm, I'm I'm happy with the group. I know you wanted some of the big boys, didn't you? Again. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Porto would have been a romantic story for Neves and Jota and yeah. You know, going back there, but, but I'm sure, obviously, if we win the group, we'll get out. We're going to be drawn a hefty side anyway. So imagine we play Porto in the final. <laughs> no, I think it would be support. <laughs> Portuguese yeah, Portuguese yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, even the, the teams are at we've got some pretty unique away days you could say for fans obviously Besiktas I'm not I'm not sure how busy that will be to be honest because what's the name of there aren't they as well is it Munch and Gladbach are they in they're playing they're playing the guy yeah 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 the same, same, same day, day yeah. Yeah. So I thought that wasn't allowed I thought we, do they not move one of the fixtures to a Wednesday then to avoid I don't know because it's on, it's on the same day but, but still, wasn't there something with Cliftonville and um, Glen Torren and no and us Crusaders on mm. the, or what one of the Linfield was in yeah, and mm. there was going to be a clash because one of them was in the Champions League or something like that but, but even do. so it's going to be that week isn't it so yeah. you imagine some fans will be there's going to be an overlap all fans going on a Wednesday both in Istanbul as well aren't they yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's like how many clubs are in Istanbul it's like three or four, three, four, four, four yeah, yeah. Yeah. but Istanbul's yeah. absolutely massive it's like London so it's it'd be like West Ham playing someone and yeah. the middle and, and Tottenham playing someone it's all probably different ends of the, the city yeah I um, I was thinking about Besiktas like the atmosphere would be like ridiculous there like but that would obviously you'd have to keep your head down you'd have to keep yourself <laughs> well yourself I was talking to a, a Blues fan yesterday who went to you went to the Braga game when they, when they got when in they Europe qualified. 
and he said you hear all these stories and you remember Leeds fans back in got 2000 stabbed. got stabbed it, and killed yeah. against Galatasaray but you have to think that you know we've been to hundreds of games between us hundreds of away games you only see trouble you only get into trouble if you go and look for it yourself yeah. Yeah. very very rarely it happens within the stadium or within the perimeter of the with stadium. the with the big police presence now, I know everyone's like oh the police are corrupt as long as you stay on the right yeah. paths and if, you you see all this stuff about the, the Chelsea or Liverpool fans like that when they're pushing people yeah. into fountains and stuff yeah. like that that's them doing their own doing I'd like to think Wolves fans are pretty well behaved yeah, but, on that sort of front, but, you know what, I mean? what I noticed in uh, Turin when I was in uh, Turin he went to Turin they, um, went to, <laughs> so he wouldn't know there's lots there's so many Wolves fans who've been following England Oh, away yeah. for so many years when that, you, yeah. that we uh, despite not being in Europe for so long we've got experience of travelling from all these you know when you go when you watch any England game there are Wolves flags everywhere and it's just like you've either you've got to be seriously seriously unlucky to get stabbed mm. without mm. doing something yeah. the reason probably why people get stabbed is because they've, they've probably done something to roll someone up well, but, I mean whether it's warranted or not of course it's not warranted no. but you have to be extremely unlucky for that to happen to you mm. on the off chance so, why, yeah. so just stay, stay out of trouble you can still have a drink still have a sing have a good time but why, yeah. why you'd want to go over there and try and fight the Turkish Ex- ultras because exactly. they will just slosh you up exactly. so it's just yeah. If you're stupid enough to do it, then we'll be allocated a part of the city. We'll be there'll yeah. be buses down to the ground. It'll all be. There might be a little bit of a wait to get in, like there was in Turin and whatever. But it'll be yeah. well yeah. policed and well looked after. So they're experienced in these competitions. Oh yeah, they're in it. They're in it. Every three thousand of us, and however many of them, it's just you just gotta be an idiot. And all these yeah. are, you know. We're Walday, we so it's 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 a dim, completely different culture. People are trying to start a rivalry against Torino when we drew with all yeah. and then someone was saying, "Oh, I can't wait for these kids to go over well, to Italy." Is they yeah. like, you see that raid that the Italian police did on the Juventus ultras? Hand yeah. grenades and all sorts. So they, so yeah. they, had a, they, had a, they found a missile. They found a, a missile when they yeah. probably play Al Shabab away or something. Obviously, yeah, you got you got Besiktas, Bratislava. I don't know. We don't know. They're, obviously, Wolves said, hold off. Bratislava apparently said their game against Besiktas is going to be the one that's held. Um, With their second home game. Yeah, away. yeah. So and it depends if they get one or two. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I know a lot of people go there for stag dues and stuff like that. I've always wanted to go. It's, it's very easy to get to as well because it's so close to Vienna and not too far from Hungary and Budapest. So yeah. I think, you've, you know, even if you... Buy a flight to Vienna or to Budapest. You can still have a week. Cheap beer too. Nicely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I went. I went to Budapest in, in May, and it's apparently it's, it's very similar in terms of like what the culture's like, and mm. I loved it. So next for me was to go to Bratislava. So when we drawn, it was like fantastic, and it's like it's beyond closed doors. <laughs> so we booked to go to Portugal. Yeah, well, yeah, Braga. I think that's the most intriguing ground of the mm. lot, to be honest. The the quarry. It's um, like fifteen thousand stand. Like the one stands fifteen thousand. One's fifteen thousand. Like, and that that's it. So so weird. Uh, was it created for when they had the Euros? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Mm. Looks yeah. interesting though, the, the quarry, I believe. Well, that's what, yeah. Mm. Well, that's why I was gonna do Istanbul. Just in in totally, I was talking to you a lot about it earlier. Just in terms of tickets and stuff like, that. I know Bragi is gonna be the one. Every every man his dog. I think I've seen yeah, on the Twitter. Get tickets because yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah. could have got four or five thousand. Yeah, yeah. But then I was looking and I'm thinking like Istanbul. I know you go, you'll get a ticket. But then you miss out on all the atmosphere and the experience of Braga mm. and the ground as well. So yeah, I think most people are stopping in Porto, yeah. getting the. I, I think it's forty minutes in a taxi, and I think a taxi about fifty euro. 
think there's, so there's loads of buses train, yeah. train for about two pounds. Yeah. So obviously there'll two euro fifty. There will be transport information released and stuff, but yeah, I think most people are stopping in Porto rather mm. than rather than in Braga. Mm. It's only got what thirty. It's a small town, and it's not yeah, not too Braga itself. Yeah, but um, all that, well, that's our Europa League group. So let's have predictions on position of the group, Tom. Uh, we'll just win the top. group. Yeah, top. Yeah, top. 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 Full house. Top. Top. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Wolves are crashing out of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not really points. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, whilst we're still on the topic of Europa League, Wolves obviously announced their squad for it, and we'll talk about the Premier League squad because there were some intriguing names on that list as well. Um, but the Europa League squad is sort of as expected. Um, obviously, they have to register um, a certain amount of players. Uh, I know one of the. Um, well, I'll go through the squad first and explain it. So, obviously, there's four goalkeepers. Patricio, uh, John Rudy, Harry Burgoyne and Sondergaard as well. Uh, defenders of Doherty, Vallejo, Bennett, Bolly, Cody, Johnny, Vinagre, Traore, Kilman and Dion Sanderson. Traore, defender. Yeah. <laughs> he was under attacker, but I thought I'll put yeah. him as the defender. Yeah. Uh, Jordao, Neves, Gibbs White, Perry, Saiz, Matinho, Dendonka and Kundal. And Jimenez, <laughs> Catroni, Jota and Neves. Like, so, <laughs> so, basically, what you have to do, you have to have X amount yeah. of homegrown. So, obviously, you've got your, your English players. Mm. But I think you've got to have four... Which are classed as trained by club, yeah. so they've got to be at Wolves for at least three years before they were twenty-one. Okay. So hence why there's the likes of Sondergaard. Um, I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not sure, sure if Sondergaard, but definitely Sanderson, Morgan, Perry, and Kundal all obviously um, go towards that as well. So is that, is that that's why they've been putting the team? I'd assume to, so. Yeah, I'd very, very much highly doubt they'll get any game time. And Bigoyne, that's probably why he's in there as well. So. Um, that's fast, really. Isn't yeah, it? the way you can get around it. Yeah, well, so Wolves, Wolves are quite lucky because the squad's quite small anyway. Mm. So We've got sixty players, though, apparently. Oh, did you see that? He's lost his head already. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> sixty players. Um, so yeah, that that's the the Europa League squad. Um, so obviously, they are the players you can expect to play. I think they do what they call like a B list. So anyone under twenty one can still sort of play. I think as long as they're registered, like. X amount of time before. Um, the Premier League squad was Patricio, <laughs> Rudy, Burgoyne and Norris. Who's on loan? Yeah, I, I don't really get that. Yeah, I don't really get that. Uh, Ryan Bennett, uh, Bolly, Cody, Vallejo, Johnny, Kilman, Philippe Osuayi. Did you see the message that somebody <laughs> yeah, sent to yeah. I mean, Congra- yeah. Congratulations on being in the Premier League squad. He's like, what? <laughs> Um, I, feel, I do feel sorry for him though. He's a professional footballer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's not, he's not playing for us. I'm sure if he wants to move, he can though. He's still got a championship winners medal. <laughs> Oscar Burr scored a goal and he didn't, didn't get, get a medal. And I first saw he didn't. Was did. that because he wasn't registered? Yeah. Must have been, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Sylvan Deslandes or Daylon. He went out on loan. Adama Troyore, Doherty, Yang. Christopher. Yeah, yeah. Is Christopher the centre half? Isn't that Nuno's like nephew? A defense, or yeah, he's godson <laughs> and he's crap apparently. <laughs> That's the only reason he got a contract. So Neves, Dendonka, Jordan Graham, Jean Matidia. Romain Saiz, Jimenez and Jota. So obviously anyone under 21 as such. So Catroni, Vinagre, Gibbs White and Pedro Neto don't need to be registered. <laughs> it's Roderick Miranda I feel sorry for. I know. Where's Bonatini? He's gone. He's not he? on the list. He's, he's gone, gone to uh, what's his name? Victoria. He's in the Europa yeah, League, yeah. Arsenal's group. What's your bang out? Well, the team uh, Miranda's joined that family car where Benny Ashley Steele was last year. They were top of Liga Nos last week. Like, yeah, they've done really they've, well. They've just come up and Did they've got Goncalves as well. Mm. Who left us. Did you hear about Jumelia, who doesn't exist anymore because yeah, of yeah, yeah. What Did you hear that? 
No, no, the Jamelia. Yeah, they've gone bumper then. I don't know a lot about the details, but they don't exist. No. Jamelia. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll move on now to the game against Everton. Do we have to? Uh, unfortunately, we do. Yeah. Just a quick. <laughs> Just a quick 30 seconds on this game. Um, so obviously Wolves at Goodison Park unfortunately falling to a 3-2 defeat. The first defeat of the season, but obviously still winless after four games in the Premier League. Um, Tom, you were doing your half marathon, but did you catch the match? I did, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. First, first game I missed, well, apart from all the Armenia and... Yeah, it, for um, <laughs> On the telly, it was, it was terrible. It was awful. I can imagine it was worse not being able to see from your seats. No, I think it's probably better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we were just second best. second best to absolutely everything. Uh, I think we, we very nearly nicked a point. Uh, but that would have been completely unjust. I think Nuno said in his, his thing afterwards that Everton were equally as bad as us in terms of making mistakes and things like that. And I can mm. kind of agree. They, they If they'd have dropped any points from that game, they'd have been devastated because they were far better than us. <laughs> Vinagre stood out like a sore thumb. He looked like a boy playing against, you know, Gilfie Sigurdsson had him on toast all day long, whipping in balls all the time. Do you remember when Kevin <coughs> Phillips tried to pronounce Gilfie Sigurdsson on Sky Sports? Was it as bad as Ashley Cole trying to read the... Oh, no, it was, um, it, it was Silef Gudjefsson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. It just reminded me of that. I had to say it. <laughs> I love, I love Gilfie. Silver, Silver, sorry. We had, um, you know, the guy who runs Football Manager, Miles Jacobson. Mm. There was a vlog someone did before um, a Football Manager event, and he goes, So we're off to see Miles Jacobson. He goes, I think that's how you pronounce his name. No one's ever asked him. He goes up to him, and we took the mick out of him, calling him like Mile Jacobson and stuff like that. <laughs> Miles. Saying he's like a <laughs> Swedish top league, top scorer or something like that. He goes, Miles, it's Jacobson. He's like, No, Jacobson. Like, no one's ever called him that before. <laughs> Continue to yeah. uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah. oh, so it was the, obviously the England squad had been announced two days before or three days before, and everyone was just, again, why isn't Cody in this team in this squad? Was it? No, it was after, wasn't it? No, no, I think it was. It was just before. Yeah, I think oh, was it was because yeah. I, I saw someone banging. This is why I'm going to be drunk. But it's, <laughs> I think it was true. I've said before on here that Cody and and Benny and Doherty have put in that same. Bracket. England, joking. Cross, I've got a friend. <laughs> <laughs> that what well, we've, we've spoken before. Um, they're not they're not good enough for the level that we need to be at, and they proved that the other day. Cody and Cody and Patricia were both at fault for that first goal, but Cody should know after playing with Patricia for a for year, year that he's not going to come. The thing that, the thing was Cody was he told Patricia yeah, to, come, told to come and then kicked it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that was frustrating. The lack of communication between all of the back five or six, including Patricia, was abysmal. The last goal, uh, Vinagre should have been calling to Bolly that Rich- Richardson's behind you, jump yeah. and get make sure you get the ball. He didn't, and let. Yeah, hey, it was. It was. It that was. It was. He had. He had the ball won, but it was as if, like you say, he didn't think there was a man on. No, All didn't. you got to say is man on. Yeah. Even Patricio could just, see him. He just edged it over the bar where yeah. it had been a corner, but. It was just frustrating the whole game that they just didn't seem to be able to talk to each other. I can't remember the second goal. Oh, Troyori and Troyori didn't track back, did he? I can't remember who it was. But the the first goal, I've said this in the review, six minutes was it? I think it was even earlier than that, was it? It was very early. About five minutes. We all know what the Goodison (laughs) Park fight full are like. They always expect Everton to win. Frustrating for 25 minutes, Mm. half an hour, and they'll get on the back. So for Cody, 
You'll be impressed. We we run into Goodwood's goal. Even if you just kicked off a corner, you get a you know, crowd. You, 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 you couldn't kick snow off a rope. So, <laughs> you, you know, you need... And then you expect... You call him to come out and then you play it. You rifle the ball at him. Six minutes, five minutes in. Just get rid of it. Mm. Just just get rid of it. What have, what have you got to lose? You're not chasing the game. You know, you get a... You know, oof it out. But I'd rather that than bloody... Uh, yeah, can see the goal. Well, we, it's just... we all know. I think I said this on our match review. We all know it's taken Wolves 10, 15 minutes, sometimes even up to half time, to yeah. get into a game. When you're giving teams head starts five minutes in, you know what I mean. Mm. We were quite fortunate that we got the goal back almost what instantly, instantly. like five, six minutes later. But then we gave, and then we then gave then it straight back to them. Yeah. And then same in the second half again. Well, that, that second goal, Bennett. Obviously playing him on side, and then Troy Ray is is, is at fault. For was, not it, was it offside? Or yeah, like, it did was, they talk no, about it wasn't. Offside? No, he wasn't. Uh, the camera angle wasn't straight. It was weird. It, well, he wasn't offside. He looked Bennett, off in the because Cody Cody pushes up and Bennett's still half asleep. Um, Troy Ray lo- loses his man though. Yeah, that's that's defensively. However great he's been going forward, and yeah. he, he has been, I think, probably the best player of the season so far. Yeah. Same with Agra. That's that's the issue. I think I'm maybe f- away from home. It's it's a bit dangerous, I think. I'm shocked that Vinagre stayed on with Johnny on the bench. It was obvious after the first ten minutes that I thought at half time it they were yeah. all of their attacks came down that side. Yeah. They, yeah. T- they knew. And going forward, he weren't great either. And no. I think it's it's apparent now we can only afford the luxury of Adama or, or Vinagre. You can't play yeah. a pair of them. I think you can against <laughs> not away from home at Everton. You can't. Yeah. No. No, I agree. But against uh, that's like a Reading in the cup. Thing yeah, there, exactly. that, and Adama. Or a Burnley at home. Yeah. And he took it, he brought him on, brought Adama on. Far When Doherty, Doherty uh, that, was already... In, I think a lot of people know that's all, almost cost us all. His substitutions are rubbish, though, aren't they? That's the only thing that really lets him down. Mm. He, he, he leaves it too late to change a game. But with the Everton, Everton game, three goals that should not have, should not have conceded, three sloppy goals, we could have won that game. Yeah. And that just shows how bad Everton are. Yeah. So it's frustrating. Three sloppy goals. We scored two. I know you'd have come away from there thinking, God, we shouldn't have won that. No. But we, 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 we genuinely could have. And yeah. it's sloppy errors like that. that yeah. It just... It, okay, if it happens once, fair enough. But it's three times. Mm. What was more frustrating for me in the first half in particular was that we scored a goal from getting the ball out to Traore quickly. And then they stopped uh, doing it? Yeah, they didn't pass it to him at all. Until the last minute of the half. <laughs> And then uh, and something a half chance or something came yeah. from that. But Dinya got close to him. Well, Luca Dean got close to him, but as soon as he got the ball, but obviously that's the best thing to do with Dharma. But they, they stopped giving it to him, and obviously the, like you said, the first goal he, he had his back with him, and all of a sudden he passed him. He's in the box. Yeah. <laughs> like he absolutely skinned him. Yeah, I think I think what you say about Nuno's substitutions, I think we know they are they are late, and I think a lot of the time, especially in the games against Burnley, when you're crying out, it's not like it's not obvious. Like you're crying well, out for when, the, when the fans are, st- it's a little bit Mick McCarthy, like at Ipswich, where oh, the yeah. fans are singing Troy's yeah. name when he's warming up. Is it? I d- it's well, getting close to the I bone can sort of. I think we, with that game, it's almost as if you know we're on top. It's just a matter of time, sort of thing. So I can sort of see from that point of view. I think he knows that he's got he's got faith in his selection, but I think you know and I know against Burnley and the way they played, we've got to do better. And I think we wouldn't uh, have scored a goal if we played till the, ten o'clock. The mistakes in hindsight that, in my opinion, that Nuno did. I know we have touched it in that game. Was he started Morgan Gibbs White, whereas on paper, on paper. <laughs> 
on paper, if they're sitting deep, you've got a creative sort of number 10, you think, all right, sound. But the re big reason Burnley got something out of the game because of physicality in the middle, and we missed Den Donker on that front. Yeah. Which obviously, in hindsight, we could say now, before the game, I could I could sort of say, yeah, no, Morgan Gibbs White sort of broke, 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 broke through, and it was like he was running in treacle. Yeah. It's just, what does he do, what does he do apart that, from Cruyff turns? That was the worst I don't think he suits a midfield role. He just, he's just not good enough. I don't know. But we thought that he'd nailed down a position last season when he was playing constantly in that number 10-ish role, slightly forward uh, midfielder. But I don't know what's happened to him again. And then he's, he's on Instagram talking about he wants to be the England under-21s captain. He's not even in the team. Yeah. He was in the team in the summer. He, sta uh, he, he started the last game, but I think he... Well, um, I, I, I actually, and I said it when we played the the wingers in, in Nuno's first position, I'd much rather see him play on a wing or as a striker, like a shadow striker, rather than see him in the midfield three. And I thought he did all right in Asia in that role. Obviously, now he's brought Neto yeah. and Catroni in. I don't think he's got any chance of being that striker. I don't, I don't, he's got the vision, he's got the passing, I just don't know what it is that he needs to do to... <sighs> he overcomplicates absolutely everything that he does. He, he can't do everything, yeah. doesn't he? He can't do it simply, he can't just knock a ball keep and keep possession, he's got to do something wild. And mm. again, it's his attitude. I know last time we said it, <clears throat> obviously Dave, you know him better than all us, through family and stuff, but it's a, he's obviously got an attitude problem as well. I mean, there's a few... With the media, he's been. I'm not going to delve into details. It's not my place to say, but just like arseholes with journalists who have asked him for time and stuff. Mm. obviously he's he has made it, but he 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 thinks he's a top player already, and he, he's just not. Yeah. And I don't think. Well, he, he hasn't made it. That's that's the thing is that he hasn't proved himself in the Premier League. Mm. He has, he didn't even really prove himself in the Championship. You know, he scored one goal for Wolves against Punic in a. <laughs> you know, I could have scored a goal against them. We've, we've all oh, seen how bad seen, I, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I don't mean you could. But um, <laughs> I don't know. He he needs some sort of mentor in the team, whether that's Moutinho or somebody like that, to take him under his wing and to teach him how to be a good, well-rounded footballer. Because at the moment, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to mention his attitude too much and be called Graham Souness. <laughs> yeah. But I think he's. <laughs> that was funny though. We see about Moise Ken. And then the, 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 day, the day later, he didn't turn up to training. <laughs> yeah, but no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's a bit of an enigma at the moment. It gives one. Yeah. Mm. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I think in, in the Europa League, that's where he's going to have to prove himself. I'm not sure Nuno will sort of experiment. Play. I don't think he'll play. <sighs> You're probably right. To be fair, I wouldn't have been surprised last week if he was loaned out in the the window. There was a window still, wasn't there? Mm. The championship still yeah, open. Yeah. I think he needs a season of away from Wolves, going far away from your family, so it's just you. Focus on what you know. He's do. doing well out on loan, Nile Ennis and Cameron John both at Doncaster. Yeah. Like I think Ennis has got Cameron John scored from centre half. Ennis got an assist this weekend. Scored mm. a good goal the weekend before, and they're top six, I think, in League One. That's a good level for. But imagine the imagine playing championship. It'd be really good. But yeah. But imagine if he went away for a season, scored ten goals, and got a load of assists, and then came back to Wolves high on confidence. Yeah. I think he's he's never really had that. Whereas Hudson Odoi has gone straight into the Chelsea team and has done well. Sancho and uh, Foden have all done that as well at first team level. He's not at that level, so he needs to do something else and come back to Wolves. I think. But didn't he say he wanted a loan move to Germany? Wasn't that the that was the thing before? But then there was an article out this week that he 
not even considered leaving Wolves on loan this summer. So I think the Europa um, League has saved him. Them, if he weren't in Europa mm, League, I think yeah. he would have well, would have gone out. But like you said, it's not being critical for critical for criticism's sake. We always we want him to do well. Obviously, he's a Wolves player, but yeah. he's just not cutting it at the minute. Yeah. Um, be, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, if we do loan him out. We do what Jake Cassidy did, scored twenty goals in League One. We recalled him, and I don't think he scored for us then. I think yeah, he's at some uh, dreadful level. Um, the rest of this month, then we've got Chelsea at home, uh, Palace away, and it, this is in the league, and Watford at home. In terms of points, there, uh, what do you reckon? Six, nine. I, I saw a lot of people reckon we get maximum points out of those, but right. you've got to consider you got Braga in between Chelsea and yeah. Palace, and Reading in between. Palace and Watford. I don't think the Reading game is anything to worry about. I think that. I think that'll be an under twenty three. That'll be Reading. Kilman and yeah. Ben Lot. Yeah, I'm not too concerned. About if that. anyone does want to go to the Reading game, we are running a competition on Talking Walls at Credit. You can simply simply sign up. Um, so yeah, sign up for the competition. We're just giving away two pairs of tickets, all thanks to Carabao. Yeah, big up Carabao. Yeah, got in touch. Big fans of the channel, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, but yeah, not not nine points. <laughs> not no, I don't think nine points either. I think. Six I, take, I take a draw at Chelsea and know that would heat pressure on them with five games without a win. People can't but expect us to roll over Chelsea. Well, I don't know, they, they are <laughs> mediocre at best, yeah. Chelsea. Well, you knew either United or, or Chelsea were going to sort of struggle or not do as well and they're sort of they're both yeah, at the moment. I know that Chelsea have won a couple of games, haven't they? But they've, they've been Got Norwich some... and somebody else. Yeah, they, they dropped points great. against, who was it, Sheffield United? They drew two oh, they as well. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Chelsea are there, not there for the taking, but there's there's points to be, to be got. There. Yeah, uh, we've got to beat Palace away. I think we've got to beat Watford at home. Yeah, seven, seven then. points. I'm saying six or seven. I think I'll take that as well. A loss, so get yourself right at the table with that, with a couple of wins out of those three. Yeah, and I think uh, you don't you don't want to be going into the Watford game having lost against Chelsea <laughs> and a Drop draw points against, Palace. against Palace, and then it's a must-win game already. And it's what's that, the 20th of September or something that game. You know, oh, another busy on. busy uh, for the rest of the month with over five games it's, right, it's, it's tiring we've got, we got 60 players so it's uh, yeah. <laughs> my, my wallet's it's tired. tired as well yeah. oh, I've, got, I've really spunked half my monthly wages on bloody Wolves games and flights mm. and yeah. I, I, I looked it out well, this is, uh, I, I didn't really get why it was so much first I thought obviously they'd put the, I thought they'd be 15 quid across the board for the rest of the season I thought alright they would put the prices up a bit and I thought 55 quid's not too when you all, but all in one chunk you're like wow um, yeah. but yeah it's not I think it's a quite a good package and it's 60 quid for three yeah. European games oh it's 16 your stand Tom isn't it? oh is it yeah it's a bit more expensive well, than Tom's stand eh? I don't know if you read this the story but there's a couple of rows yeah, just in front of that. who they can't have their seat are you yeah. right at the back no no we're row R have you seen that on the top of yeah, so you wait for so I can't remember what someone said now like um where, said, like, you, I don't know where they're going to be put Tom Woodin sits friend of the show yeah. um, he sits on the back row the Billy Billy right upper probably um, two blocks in from the end mm. and there's there's like two rows in front of him that are always empty which are like sponsor seats and they he said like even for every game there's still like loads of seats off what they'd be there but no I think I mean I I don't know where they are but I'd imagine they're pretty much directly behind the director's Box, yeah, it's, that sort it's, of area, so they can still access all that. that I can, so, I can sort of see uh, they've got to compensate with something, surely. I'm not. I wouldn't be. Too I mean, if you get, 
Well, you would be if you got moved from the, the, one of the best seats in the house to the temporary stand. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. You'd be yeah. pretty racked off with that. Yeah. I think I would go as far as to say they need the well mm. heavily discounted, if not free. But if they, if they're moved to there, I don't think. I think, I think they'd be within the I same. Walls, walls. Surely they would have known that early doors, though. Like, well, no, because they had a UA for visit in the last week. Yeah, oh, it was like a two-day <laughs> inspection. Mm. Well, I reckon it. that temporary sum might be closed for those games as well, just because of because of that mm. the safety aspect of it. Mm. Perhaps speculation. Do you think they'll keep the away fans in the North Bank country? Yeah, I think that's I the think plan for this, yeah. the season. If that most ki- I think that kills atmosphere. I do. Mm. When you have the away fans right by the South Bank, that's what gets the South Bank rolled up. And mm. yeah, I just think the atmosphere just. Didn't, I don't you... think any of the European teams will bring will bring that much of an allocation to fill that. No, 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 they won't anyway. But Shik I think, maybe I think it's probably way. easier to to segregate with them in the North Bank as well I think. yeah yeah I don't we think the European teams are as well supported as English teams in terms of numbers travelling obviously but um, they think, make a lot of noise well, but you, thing, you wouldn't see Besiktas probably <laughs> taking 10,000 to Braga it just wouldn't happen I don't think no well they're in it every year as well yeah. though, aren't they? really so that's sort of a, a big yeah. difference um, we'll move on to questions we've had a few questions in this afternoon uh, we'll start off one with Sheldon Wood he says do you feel that we should be higher in the league table at this stage and are you starting to doubt that we're going to get 7th or above this season league, league position at this point is completely worthless it's only really after about 10 or 12 games you want to start yeah. worrying about that because uh, I mean if we'd have beaten Everton we'd have been in 5th or something so I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried. I think if we get to the Watford game, we're in a similar position. I'd be a bit like, oh, this is looking a bit, mm. bit bleak. But no, nah. in yeah. in terms of top seven or higher, it's never going to happen anyway. So, not with the Europa League. I don't know about that. Do you reckon we'll get to six? I, there's so many times I last year. I struggle for top half. I do. I'll be happy. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with ten. I I predicted nah. eighth at the start of the season, so well, I'd be very. There's so happy many then. points last year when we were looking at a run of fixtures, thinking, oh, we're not going to pick up many points here, and then we'd go and pick up. Nine or so from four games, and then we'd be. So I know. Is it November? No, December time in it when yeah. we've got Spurs, City, and Liverpool. Oh, Christmas time. Within about four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but, we'll, but we'll beat City and then get slapped by like <laughs> Newcastle. No, just... I, don't, I don't think we will. I think the, the only thing we need to improve on last year is beating the likes of Watford at home that we lost last year. Brighton at home. Well, that's why I said away. if you better your results, you look at it already. We lost and beat Burnley. Okay, we've got a point there. We drew and beat United. We've already got a draw. Um, Everton's really the sort of only anom- anomaly. But if you beat them at home, you've already bet. Well, actually no, because we drew to them at you've home. If we beat them, you've just got the same amount. I think we'll pick more points up off the teams we weren't picking points off last season. But I think the top six will probably get the better of this, of this time because I think teams are now figuring out how to play against us. Um, but again, it, they did last season when we were playing the front three, and then we changed. Mm. It was it, it changed our season. But well, you're right with what you said as well. Obviously, um, you know, I remember the podcast just after the FA Cup semi final. We wrote off our season, I and, didn't, we, I yeah. said we <laughs> and then we yeah, well, you, you know, we went on a decent run, didn't we? And yeah, exactly, we, uh, no exactly. one expected. Well, that. I put it in a blog actually, talking <laughs> UK about the Troy Deeney's comments. Um, Restarting our, our season, yeah. um, so uh, we both had the same. So we'll, we'll, we'll talking about talking about the the formation. Obviously, we changed sort of around November Christmas time. Um, Nuno has actually gone back to that twice in the last two games, just for little spells towards the end of the game. Can you see it switching back again in a few games time, or do you just don't think there's enough physicality in the middle again? I don't. Who do you drop as well? He tried Matinho and Neves. Anyone for grabs at the minute? I'm going to change the the midfield three. I think that's so important to how 
we have been well that's playing. why I think it's not been consistent enough this season mm-hmm. unfortunately well, that, that's what I mean compared to the start of last season to this we played the same players up to this point last season we haven't had I don't know we've had two consecutive games but the same bar the, you know if you say Crusaders are unfair enough but I think even Jimenez didn't start the first yeah. one did start the second one <laughs> that Nuno likes that Nuno likes having the same players same position we're not going to have that this year so the players and the staff have to get used to being able to rotate and to and to change but and like, to adapt yeah. like played well against Everton I thought well for what played better than, than Donker and he kept he took Sykes off Sykes is a weird one man because I always especially against Torino I thought I was actually like uh, like I went on Twitter and everyone's loving him. I thought, him. Well, I, thought, first, I, thought he, I thought he was dreadful first well, half. Yeah, I did. First half of the first leg, he was giving the ball away. I think they had a couple of chances because of him giving. It. There was a point as well in the second half where him and Cody were having a right go at each other. I don't know if that came across on the telly. I'm not sure. But why did he go? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was around that time. It was around that time where Sace was rumored to be going to Besiktas as well, and I thought well, that's, the la- yeah. that's the last time that we've seen him in a wool shirt. Because the way him and Cody were, you know, mm. gesturing towards each other, I thought that he was mm. gone. But he's such a versatile player that he's so important for a squad and for, like for competitions and all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't think he's a centre half, but as a centre midfield, he's tidy. And a lot of the work he does goes unnoticed, but you saw with the Everton game, we brought Matinho on. Well, before we had Matinho, those three midfielders like, were just being pulled about all over the place, and then Matinho came on, and he was a bit more structured, and, and the, the press was better, because obviously yeah. he, he, know, he knows that, and it's perhaps been... those midfield three not used to playing with each other, they were just getting pulled apart, yeah. which is wor- mm. a bit worrying, to be honest, because you know... He, our best midfield three can't play 237 games this season you know it's just not going to happen <laughs> they'll they'll get better then they'll get used to each yeah. other and they'll they'll improve I'm sure yeah uh, this is sort of signed Lamina it's yeah. we, it's gone to Galatasaray yeah, yeah. For it was pick him up on the way back from two, on a loan yeah £2 million <laughs> and then an option to buy what can we get that I know they're rushed anyway um <laughs> Lamar <laughs> Lamar Carlin has said are we I mean we have touched on it a bit are you disappointed we will start to the season no obviously it would be nice to get Brilliant. yeah but it would be nice to win every game wouldn't it but we've qualified for the group stage that's what the main was priority was at this stage yeah. yeah disappointed with certain most of the Everton games because three sloppy errors but Overall, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm disappointed. I wouldn't say I'm over the moon, but mm. I'm certainly not disappointed. I think I'm disappointed with the performances because yeah. we used to. Yeah, okay, we lost, but we played really well in spells and we were unlucky, whatever. Burnley and Everton, yeah, we were Poor. terrible, but we managed to. Play <laughs> Everton one game was the worst I've seen us play defensively under Nuno. Oh, that wasn't a Nuno side that played Everton. Yeah. Well, I think the international break sort of came at the right time for that, anyway. Yeah. So. Um, Liam Bagnall, the asses on the last one. Hopefully, you've had uh, time uh, to. Give your opinion on spicy McNuggets. Oh, you know what? Yeah, they're actually quite nice. Not that spicy, but I am hard as nails. (laughs) (laughs) No, the nuggets themselves aren't spicy. Did you try the sauce? No, Mate, that I mean every catch. time I tried them, I've been absolutely rat off. So probably wouldn't have been registered. Mate, the sauce is <laughs> sauce is fiery, man. Like they are just, nice, though. Yeah. I mean, I tried to eat twenty of them. We just got a bit bored. Yeah, yeah. Again, was rat off. So <laughs> filled them yeah. all, but. There are better options there, I so. say. Who? Uh, this is from Andy Hipkins, friend of the show. Good. Who should replace Willy Bolly versus Chelsea? Tom. Uh, no, I don't think he should. Striker. <laughs> 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 uh, Jesus. Balejo. 
Yeah. Did you see that someone Spanish commented? I know. Yeah, I've seen that. I find it so funny. Well, do you know what? You come and do it then. Sorry. I think Sace or Vallejo are it's the favourites. It's going to be Vallejo. It's going to be Jesus. He's a left. He's a left-sided centre off, anyway. We haven't had that. We haven't had this problem because Bolly's played pretty much, apart from the little spell when he got sent off after City. Tito. But I think we had Shrewsbury to play twice and somebody else, so it wasn't oh, yeah. that too much of a problem. You played there, like, what was uh, Sace, yeah. It must have been Sace, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to be. Come. It's got. <laughs> It's got to be. Bonaberry. Yeah, it's got to be Vallejo. But against Torino, the first half was like, Christ, I'm, yeah. I'm worrying about this right centre half position. But he grew into the game. He just got no like, real awareness, has Is he? That like, kill him? No. Oh, sorry, I'll be, sorry, I wasn't <laughs> listening. Sorry. Max Kilman. <laughs> no. Bring him in. But, but he's not a footballer, too. Yeah. No, he's a footballer. He's a football lad. Football yeah. football yeah. <laughs> Balejo for me, but oh, it's just that right centre half position really worries me because both of them look a bit dodgy. But it, so it's kind of like they're just replacing each other in the team until someone has a good game. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? And that's yeah. Ruben Diaz. Yeah. yeah. Um, one off. Go on, Tom. Uh, was there not a follow up to that about who would play if Cody was to? Be yeah, that, that's the one now. Harry Sorry. Mansell. If Cody got injured, who would? The panel picked to play the sweeper role. Well, Danny Bart didn't it? <laughs> when uh, he got sent off after Sheffield United. But I would have Den Donker in there. Ooh. Oh, bloody hell, that's a curveball. Why are you picking that? You choked on me loads of biscuit. Yeah. I think that was what everyone was saying that when yeah. he signed it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to do an Andy Gray. I'm going to chuck a name out here for you. Roberto Martinez. <laughs> you said that? <laughs> when Mourinho yeah, was getting sacked. Yeah. When Mourinho got sacked into Man United, you know, on B in sport, Richard Keyes. And he's like, who would you have? And he goes, I'm going to chuck a random name out there for you. And he went silent. He goes, Roberto Martinez. <laughs> and Richard Keyes was like, cool. He just he didn't say anything. He goes, I'm just speechless. <laughs> no, uh, seri- no, seriously, I'm going to chuck a name out. And it's not going to be Martinez. Ruben Neves. No, be able. Oh, uh, mm. <laughs> mm. you know that vibe. Mean, he's, <laughs> he's practically playing there anyway. Yeah, he's, he's playing so deep this season. No, just snorkel. <laughs> I, re- I, at the moment, I'm very anti sweeper in our system. I think we've got to evolve past it because Cody. We was basically playing with ten men because Cody doesn't do anything going forward. He stands there and shouts. Great, and he's he doesn't tackle. He doesn't. He doesn't. No, his communication. Is not that good. I we conceded, yeah. conceded three goals, one of them due to his lack of communication. So his shouting isn't even that good at the moment. So I think we need to have Dendonka or Neves, I think that's a, a very good shout, to be that man who can come into midfield a little bit more. I've said it three or four times in a row about Bushkets and whatever, but we need to have Sorry, that man. more dynamic approach <laughs> to our, our Play. I'm gonna put a name in there for you. Go on, John Rudder. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Roberto Martinez. He could do the same job as Cozy. Really good. The All Gold Club podcast. <laughs> well, he hasn't got to pick it up, so it'd be all right. Yeah. Um, He's great with his feet, isn't he? <laughs> I'd, I'd play Vallejo there. <laughs> Sorry, I just wasn't expecting a real. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd play Vallejo there because it's not bad. His distribution, uh, his distribution's though. good, and I think physically, physically, he's, he's tiny, um, mm. but. 
Cody obviously lacks a bit of physicality and doesn't really get threatened. Well, now Rondon and Mitrovic aren't in the league. We should be okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'd play Vallejo there, or, or Vallejo, or Vallejo, or yeah. Vallejo. Ryan Bardonde. <laughs> Just one of one of the correct pronunciations. Yeah. Yeah. Vallejo. Tom, like, yeah, I just saw him like his face was screwed up the whole time you were saying Vallejo. <laughs> he was just saying like, Yeah, no, I, he didn't strike me as somebody who's comfortable on the ball and bringing it out. Really? No, the distribution's no, all right for. Did, did you not see his um, key pass that led to NATO's goal? Uh, what, I, did, I can't so. remember it. But... Oh, well, it happened, so. Mira- Miranda against Forrest last year. Mm-hmm. Not last year, the year before. That was a dicky dog moment then. Um, <laughs> uh, the year before. <laughs> when he outside of the footed it. Um, outside of the footed it. Outside of the footed it. Alright, I'm going to end it there. Um, so, Neves for me. Yeah, I think that's a, a decent shot. But then you, He's you, not you, around, you're missing... Do you think you, we should just have three tanks at the back? Like three big centre-arse who can actually I play? I should have Bolly and A and other. That's it. Kilman doesn't look... God, no, God. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, no, mask. He played for the under twenty threes last week or the week before. Great, so, great. Good for you. We're going to end it there. Thanks a lot for listening, as always. Tom, before we end, where can people find you? Uh, the old golden black on YouTube and the old gold eighteen seventy seven on Twitter. Go and check that out. Yeah, <laughs> Cooper, Matt um, Cooper, uh, M Cooper writes across all platforms. LinkedIn, just Matthew Cooper. So anyone wants to get tickets. Where can I find you, Dave? Uh, they can find me at Dave as a Party on Twitter and YouTube, and obviously Talking Walls on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, hopefully, in the next few weeks or so, we're going to be sorting out our audio devices. So the audio quality should be improving of the podcast. Obviously, this was just a little bit of a trial, and we're we're all enjoying it. It seems like you guys are enjoying it too. Um, if any local businesses would like to sponsor the podcast, obviously get your name shouted out. You'd have banners in the back. Uh, we've got a few. <laughs> I would paint them on the kitchen wall, yeah. Um, we, and obviously, we've got different venues lined up as well for some podcasts. Let us know. Drop us a message, uh, obviously, and we can talk. But, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening on, leave a review, five star review. And uh, until next time. We'll see you all, or we won't see you all, maybe. You'll see us. You'll see us, or you'll listen to us very, very soon. Until then, goodbye.